Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Loud Ones Podcast. I am your host, Nasby, and in front of me is always my beautiful co-host, Danny B. And today we have a very special guest. Um, do you want to introduce yourself, sir, or should I introduce you? So our special guest, his name is Chris. And Chris, any, any uh, I guess, extra-ness that I need to add to your uh, introduction? Um, no, not at all, Chris. That's me. <laughs> Chris, you can't be in here acting like that. Come on, bro. We won't You know bite. you got a mad personality. You He's know like, Chris. You... Anything else? Um, Chris, okay. That's it, Chris. Okay. Okay, we're going to stick to you just Chris. You can look Chris. at the camera, too, you know. You're um, over here, you're on candy so camera, baby. in um, this week's episode, um, we're going to talk about a period of time in Chris's life mm-hmm. um, where he was incarcerated in uh, Rikers Island, and we just wanted to get some insight um, from an inmate's perspective. Uh, on a previous episode, we did have um, Jerry J on. Um, he was... Um, a retired uh, CO at Rikers. Um, so we just wanted to get, you know, more information on the flip side and um, learn more about uh, Chris's experience and, and, and kind of how he came up out of that and some of the, and talk about a lot of positive things he has going on in his life. Right. So um, I'm just going to start. Chris is uh, my best friend. He's been my best friend for more than like about 10, more than 10 years. Okay. Um, and, you know, when he first went into the system, it was a really – um, imperative time in our lives. We were both like, he was like 17 and I was 17 and I was 19. I never forget the day I got that call because I was just screaming at him like the day before, like, yo, if you don't get your shit together, I'm not going (laughs) to be your friend anymore. And then my friend called me the next day, like, you know, he got locked up. I'm like, what? 
So, um, Danny, can we? I want to take a few steps back just so we can mm-hmm. get to know who Chris is. Yeah, because I don't want to just start off there because he was somebody before he. He had was that definitely. Oh my so, god! So, um, Chris, Chris, tell him who you tell are. Tell us about you know, kind of who you were before you went into Rikers and kind of what was the turning point and how did you get there? Um. Well. Yeah, talking to Mike. Yeah, for starters, I'm from Brooklyn, of course. Um. Basically, um, I grew up in church, had a lot of great and good influences around me. Um, played football, played sports all my life. Um, it was nice. Uh, it was good. Not the too long haul. But um, long story short, one thing led to another. I started hanging out with um, some other people. And curiosity got the cat, started hanging out more, frequenting um, different neighborhoods, doing things I had no business doing, things I knew better. One thing led to another, I caught a case, and um, I was 17, I was, it was January, January 2012, <laughs> I just turned 17 that November, um, supposed to be in school, supposed to be in high school, I was probably supposed to be my junior, that was my senior year, if I was supposed to graduate that summer, yeah. high school, Danielle was already in her freshman year, sophomore year, sophomore year, sophomore college. year in college, and... Um, like she said, probably a week prior, a couple of days before I, f- I actually caught the case. Yeah. She called me. She was screaming on me. Yo, bro, get your shit together. Get your stuff together. You, you can curse. curse. You can curse. You know, um, just get your life together. Like, you, you, yeah. you're doing too much. Like, I, you, you know what I'm saying? And then I caught the case. So, Chris, let me ask you this. Um, when you started hanging out with, the, I guess, like the wrong group of people, was there anything that you were looking for? Or was it just, like, I know you said curiosity, but... Was it like how did you get attracted to those group of people? Like you, you like I mean, how did you meet them? And those those friends was those friends was always around me. Yeah, but, I mean I'm at the age now where I could say it was more so I was being a follower. Okay, because I I knew right from wrong. You know what I'm yeah, saying? came from a decent home, single mother. Shout out to her. Um, had you know youth pastors in my life. Had you know I had the the right the right things, yeah. but I just my brothers, you know, older cats around me just and it just led to me just. Saying, you know what, let me see what this is about. So walk me through the day you got arrested and how what was going through your mind. Because I could only imagine what would be like, oh, my God, and you're such a young man. So, like, how how was you feeling? Like, what was going through your mind? And what was your day like that day? Um, January 27th. Uh, Detectives that came to my house the night, like, two days prior, was looking for me. Long story short, not long story short. Well, he was looking for me. My mother told me, put me on whatever the case may be. Um, I was supposed to go to the, the the night I got arrested. I was on my way to the Bronx. I knew I was hot. I was trying to get out the way. I was low. I was back yeah. and forth. I was already partially <clears throat> on the run. So, um, went home, tried to grab some clothes. My cousin from the Bronx. He he told me he was like ten minutes away. Pulled up, talking to my mom's ex wife. The minute I left. Excuse me. The minute I walked and got into the car, they came. I so he was watching you. Yeah, they was watching me because I spun a block two times. Was in a cab, spun a block two times. I was just paranoid. I ain't see nothing out of place. Everything looked, you know, yeah, the same. They was watching me like you said. Cause my cousin pulled up. As soon as I got in the car, they came, ran down, blocked me in. Guns drawn. We looking for such oh and such. Mom was in the car. Moms came outside. Whole block came outside. Was just was like he was seventeen, y'all. Wow. She looked. At, she was why crazy. Why you have guns drawn? Like? That's why I said he was seventeen. Wow. Guns drawn. So what was going through your head in that moment? You was like, oh shit. Yeah. 
stomach in my eyes. I don't know what the fuck going on. I know it's going on. Yeah, you know what but, I'm saying? But it's like, it's like, damn, like that reality had like the harsh reality of yeah. running the streets. You go to jail. Yeah. So, and it came quick. I, my, mm-hmm. my, my run was short in the streets. I'm only just, just turned 17. Yeah. I'm saying so. What was what was your mom's reaction? Because I I can't only imagine walking outside and seeing your son caught in a haywire in between like you know blocked off streets and guns drawn and because I would only think a mother's reaction will just hit you like holy shit like you know right. I mean, I, was she hysterical or was she did she already she already had heads up so? Nah, my mom's a strong lady so super. Super strong. That's so when it when it when it actually when it took place, her whole her whole thing was what's going on. Like Yeah, with, yeah. With, with she you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what's this about? <coughs> and they told her like basically like you could jump in the car and follow us. More so, yeah. more so we need to highlight him. We need we, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And she followed, she came through. And I'll never forget she told me she was like, Yo, you about to go on a vacation, not the one you want. Cause she knew the severity and the serious, the seriousness of the situation yes. before I knew. Yes. So <coughs> I mean, So from that point on, and then I guess obviously you had to get sent to Rikers and being processed and things like that. What you entering that jail, seventeen? What 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 did you tell yourself? Like, did you like I I gotta straighten up? I gotta like, what did you tell yourself before you walked in? I gotta to that? tighten up. This is, you know, you hear the stories about Rikers. Um, a couple yeah. of my friends, you know, <clears throat> in and out, back and forth, but. Experience is the, you know, it's, it's, different. it's nothing like it. Yeah. So I just told myself, tighten up, buckle up. I got the, it, it's so funny. I'm thinking Rikers Island is, you know, an hour away, 45 minutes, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. No, it's 10 minutes away. Rikers, from Brooklyn Supreme Court, I got the Rikers. That harsh reality came in like 20 minutes. I was getting. I don't need, where is Rikers? Rikers is an, is an island of No, I know, but it's I in Queens. Like it's in Queens. Some say the Bronx. Like, it's, how it's, do you it's get by, there? Well, it's how by, do you First of all, you can't take a highway there. You have to take a bus. You have to oh. take a bus, to, or you have to drive to a parking lot she where knows. you leave your car, and then you have to take a bus across the bridge. So you have to take a bus there regardless. So do you, is it a regular bus? or it's like, a, it's like a city bus. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a bus. To, Once you get to a certain point, it's a bus that is specifically to get the Rikers Island. Island. So do you have to sign anything to get on there? Or? No, you have to pay. Mm. You got to pay with a metric card, just like everybody else. Mm. So yeah. So your first day, do you remember that? Because how 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 was that for you? What happened? And what did you cry? Your, what was your first night like? And my first day, my first day. Um, well, the processing. I never forget. I got locked up in like some great cargos. I had some. Um, I had. I think I had. I think I had some Air Max ninety fives on, and I had a polo hoodie. And long story short, I was in the gate, and some other cat that been locked up for a minute. I guess you know he already knew the ropes in the. In the, in the so, he was like, "Yo, what you want from the sneakers?" And you know that's the that's the shit you hear in a movie, like. Oh my god! So he like, "Yo, what you want from the sneakers?" And it just so happened my co-defendant, he was you know he was already savvy. He already knew you know what I'm saying what was yeah, going yeah. on. He like, "Nah, bro, God, you all like." So it just was like, "Oh shit!" Like this shit is this shit is serious. And then went the processing, um, went the processing. Uh, got my shots, clinic and all that. Then we went to Mall One. For Mall One, you there? It's, it's game cool. time. That's just ain't nothing. So did 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 you? I guess the proper not the proper term, but I've heard this. Like people size you up. 
Like when you walk in, everybody's looking like, "Who's this cat?" They Who this nigga, you know like, what I mean? like, yeah, it's, 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 that's it's, it's. But you had your your co-defendant with you, so he bailed out. So oh. he bailed out. Maybe the first, the f- we maybe had three nights and he bailed out. Bro made bail, so it was now. Now I'm really like, by yourself. Oh by yourself. shit! Like, and it just it was you know. I mean. God was with me the whole way, cause it's 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 no way like I I never knew I I didn't experience nothing and I just I adapted and I just so so what was did you what was the first person you encountered there and was it a positive experience did you how did you build relationships with people yeah the first the first dude I encountered was a Spanish kid named Noah I never forget he had on a navy blue polo t shirt and it said polo on white to go on the cross. I was trying to use a bathroom, long story short, we got into something. He backed the razor out. He backed the razor out. Some kid from um, Harlem named Johnny. He did juvenile time with the nigga Manoa. So he was like, yo, nah, nah. And I don't know this nigga Johnny from a hole in the wall. Like, yeah. But he been doing his jobs. So did juvenile. When I, after getting to know Johnny, he was back on a, on, a, on a whole new case. He been doing Rikers Island. So long story short, um... Johnny was like, yo, nah, chill, you well, nah, that shit ain't about nothing. I guess he seen, yo, this nigga brand new, whatever the case may be. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm about to go in the bathroom with the nigga, like, yo, what's up? Like, I'm ready to earn my stripes, prove my points, whatever yeah. the case may be, not knowing. This nigga got a razor, he ready to, you know what I'm saying? So, oh, my so, God. So, that was that. And Johnny was the first first nigga. I, he taught me how to make a male soups. Like, he he gave me the ropes on, you know what I'm saying, how to gel. That's what you call it, how to gel. So... The part of Rikers you were in, what was the age group of men in there? That was from 16 to 18. That was adolescent on DC, C74. So Johnny was, okay, so he was within that age yeah, group. Yeah, was, Johnny was 18. Oh, but he's been, he's he been, been doing... juvenile. It's all the same. So, like yeah. I said, he was, he, if I'm not mistaken, he might have went up north already on like a one or three or something, but Damn. He, he he was already savvy to this. So, so. he embraced you. Yeah, facts. That, and and so facts. was that hard building a level of trust with him because um, I can't imagine like I wouldn't trust anybody in that situation. Yeah. But like I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real when I answer these questions. At 17, not I don't know I don't know how to judge. So yeah, I'm gonna trust him. Like yeah, yeah, and. You know, as I as I learned how to gel and went through my own experience and went through my own shit, like. I look back on shit like damn, like Sean got over on me. It might have been over, it might have been a soup or something, but you know, I look at, I just look at shit from a different aspect now. But yeah, I, I trusted him. Me and him ended up falling. Now I ended up wanting to fight the nigga, but at yeah. that moment in time, he was like, "Oh, alright, son, son, for me." You know what yeah, I'm saying? he, he with me. So how long did you spend on Rikers? I spent two and a half years on Rikers. And was it? Because you didn't make bail, or was it just your sentence? Was it was gone? because it was it's, it was a whole lot of things, but it was more so because like the judge was just you know pushing my shit back, kept pushing it back, and then okay. I was on I had I had like twelve co defendants. Oh wow! So okay. it was a lot of other people doing other things, copping okay. out, doing this, doing that. So it just it dragged in. Because I I know one issue that Rikers has is that the. They don't have as many judges as they're supposed to have, and so yeah. sometimes a lot of people don't get to meet the judge or things like that, and then they end up sitting there. There would be time, and right? and we it's like uh, you have a you expect you to have a court date, and, and then you, you don't, and then it's you just, don't. They've been and times, then, like then you got to keep waiting and waiting they, and waiting, and then they do that. Yeah, and they, I'm like, that's just they so don't even push up. it back like a week or anything. They'll push it back months. Are you serious? Yes, like there'll wow. be times like I I would call Chris and we would be talking on the phone and stuff, and I would be like, yo, mm. bro, 
like, what's going on with your court? They went to the next court thing. And he like, they pushed my shit back. How long? We in fucking September, December. What? Wow. Yeah. And this, he was in Rikers for that long of a time because of the court dates, the people. Because that's like that. what I heard was nah, the they, fucking. If you, if, um, not to cut you off, but when you have like a serious case. Yeah. They see, they tend to just take their time. Like, I don't know nobody that was fighting like a case case and conspiracy or murder or a serious robbery, anything. You know what I'm saying? I don't know nobody that sat up unless they bailed out. And a lot of those cases don't even get bailed. Um, but I don't know nobody who didn't sit up for at least a year and a half, two years. So did you have a public defender or you had your... Nah, I actually had a paid attorney, but... Like I said, it just was, it was, I had to pay the attorney to a certain extent. I mean, not to a certain extent. I, at a certain point in time, I had to um, pay yeah. the attorney. At first, for like maybe the first year, I just had a public defender. Yeah. Because so. I would think that maybe they would help be an advocate yeah. for you to make sure that you get seen. And sometimes, often, they are familiar with the judge or know the yeah. judge and could help yeah, push nah, your case along. Sure. So, um, so that was your first day. Yeah. Um. I know jail changes people. Was there a pivotal time during those two and a half years where you're like, I'm changed? Like, you're just noticing you adapted and you're completely different. You're not the man you walked in as. Like, what was that moment for you? Because I've seen inmates who go in, they're 17, they're young, they're 16, 17, they're calm. Yeah. They're calm, you know, they're, 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 they have subtle ways and then now they're aggressive, they're on guard, they're angry, they're waking up, they don't trust nobody, they're paranoid. And, like, when did that moment, because that's a lot of change yeah. for a young man to go through. I can't really think of when I actually... When did you start, like... Feeling... I noticed I changed when I came home. Okay. More so because in that environment, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't think about, oh, I changed. Like, you're not thinking of, like, I mean... You thinking about it, but everyone is everyone is the same. Like everyone has that chip on their shoulder. Everybody, you know, it's just Thinking you gotta be like that in that environment <laughs> yeah. more. So like, I mean, you can't let your guard down. You can't be. You could, but it's just naturally you it's take on risky. that. You take on that 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 doggy dog mentality. Yeah. Like either either you a lion or you a sheep. Like that's the mentality you take on. And I, I guess when I came home and certain people that know me know me, like watch me grow up, like. Yeah. They've they've told me like yo like I always maybe had a I've always been aggressive on how I speak or maybe always had a small mouth or always was hot tempered yeah. but now it's like they see it now like oh yo it's a bit you know it's times ten sometimes like it's times twenty and yeah it's because the environment I just left like certain people like friends family I deal with I catch myself sometimes like having to just be like yo let me let me step away let me walk because I. I know I'm extra, like I feel it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. it's not even necessary. That person might be being a 10, but my 10 is different from theirs. Yeah, so sometimes I just got to catch myself. And be so, like, Let me... Danny, what did you notice that changed in Chris? Well, <clears throat> since y'all are best we friends. Kinda, we kind of went through the bit together. So it yeah. wasn't anything that I noticed. But there were things that I had to change, tell him to change when he got home. Because I said, you're no longer in that mind state. Like, you got to speak not, up, Danny. Oh, sorry. Um, <clears throat> you're no longer in that mind state. There is no reason why you should be still doing those kind of things, especially like, you know, if you feel like you're angry about something, like, talk about it. You don't got to be yelling. You don't got to be getting tight. We don't got to be disrespectful to each other because we're both we're both angry. Yeah. But 
at the same time, I also, you know, we had conversations before he got home. Like, yeah. make sure you get your shit together. Don't mm-hmm. come home and be doing the same bullshit because we can't do that. Yeah. We are evolved people. We're mm-hmm. of a different age. Like, you're 20, what, 24, about to be 25 now. Like, we can't be doing that. We can't yeah. be in the streets yelling and hooting and hollering, getting too crazy. Like, that's just not yeah. our life anymore. I was anymore. never doing that. I'm not saying that. Like, no. Shut up. But you know <laughs> what I mean. But, like, uh, that's something that we always do with each other. We pour into each other. Even though, like, mm-hmm. you know, he went away for however many to- how long he went away for, like, he was always a smart dude. Like, mm-hmm. he was never, like, no dummy. Like, he knew what was right. He knew what was wrong. Thank so. When he when he when he went away, he knew he he was like, "Yo, I fucked up." Yeah. Like he admitted it. He said, "Yo, yeah. I know I fucked up. Don't be tight at me. I fucked up." Yeah, but he it was willing to take that. To he was at that. seventeen. He was yeah. willing to take that on and be like, That's "Very you know man what? of him." Let yeah. me, let me be mature about it. Yeah. So, Chris, besides Danny, did you have um, a good foundation at home, a good support system? Or I know sometimes jail, you'll notice your real friends, your real family members. How how was your experience? Um, I I had I had a, a great you know, I had a good I had a great I had a good foundation, good support system. Um, did you lose any friends in the process? My my. Or any people that you expected to check on you, or maybe send money over to you or anything I mean, like that. I mean at first yeah you expect you expect for your friends, your men's, your dogs, the bros and all them. Yeah. You know, even some of the girls, but you learn, you learn with them probably I learned with them probably maybe the first year, year and a half. Like I don't count on that. Like if it wasn't my mother or certain friends or um my girlfriend, it wasn't yeah. like like my girlfriend and my mother was like that was I'm not even gonna lie, like they're really good, like support system. And I was, and that 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 this whole situation was brand new to them. Like, my mm-hmm. moms ain't never dealt with this before. My mm-hmm. my girl, she's she's in Yukon trying to get her, getting her degree in accounting while while she's you know what I'm saying taking care of me, making sure I'm I'm as good as I could be and making yeah. visits yeah. and all that. So it's like, wow. I, yeah. I I I was I was blessed. I was for sure blessed. And then even just like my friends, like. I don't want to get in the name drop because then I might yeah. forget. But I, I had a, I had five friends. Let's say for sure, I had five friends. You know, Kawan, Olin, Daniela, um, Dwayne, like a couple. You know what I'm saying? School, but like I got, like, like I said, I don't, I should never got in the name dropper. But I had a real, I had a, I had a great foundation, great support. You know what I'm saying? And it helped because I watched, I helped other niggas, cause some of the bros' dogs was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? These niggas, we 18, 19, niggas ain't got no drawers, no socks, no nothing, no food. I'm saying so. You develop brotherhoods. You make bonds with niggas because it's like y'all in the struggle together. Yeah, I'm saying. So, um, like you mentioned just now, so there was other. I'm pretty sure there was other inmates who probably didn't have the foundation support system that you have. Probably didn't have anyone come visit and calls. I, 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 did you ever reach out to anyone or kind of comfort because I, I mean yeah like I've seen people go through that yeah. and and comfort because that's tough doing a bit by yourself like did you what would what, what basically like what was there like are there were there people that you basically like winged like come on you under my wing I'm gonna help you get yeah. through this bit together yeah, like. I mean I wouldn't even call it so I mean yeah wing but at the same time like yeah, of course. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, it's been a couple, couple. You know what I'm saying niggas my age, even niggas older than you. Saying it's all about. You know what I'm saying the maturity and how you move, but especially niggas under you, like younger than you, like you. Oh, you feel for them. Like, 
Yo, this slow nigga, 16, he up in the mountains with, with know what I'm saying, with eight years ago. He ain't got nobody, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, of course, like, of course, like, you look out for niggas, like, you know what I'm saying? What you make sure niggas are straight. What was the most, um, what was the, who, do you know someone that stood out the most to you that, like, you really, like, helped get through something traumatic or hard? Um, just now when I left my last jail, mm-hmm. I just spoke to him the other day. Or matter of fact, more so, my son Diddy, like, mm-hmm. That's my brother, like that's that's you know what I'm saying, and for sure, like, and we we was doing this from. I met Diddy. We was I was seventeen, and we clicked. Still to this day, like that's 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 my man. So like, y'all remain friends outside. Yeah, like like that's that's that's, that's, that's for like that's like that's my boy. Like I can't you know what I'm saying that's my man. So, um. Did you have any encounters that was like fucked up with um COs? Because the COs. these COs are on some other shit sometimes. I know yeah. some COs. So Um, yeah, yes, and no, but for sure, police do does they, they abuse their authority. You know what I'm saying? They definitely do. I've I've gotten in the um I got into a situation just now when I went to OBCC in two thousand eighteen mm-hmm. in like November. November. Yeah. Were you there to do time too? Nah, I caught a parole violation. Okay. So right before his birthday. Right like before they, my birthday. They fucking trap. Like it was like it was entrapment. Nove- like let me tell you, it was like November one. Mm-hmm. His birthday, November fourth. They picked him up like what the third or the the thirty first. They November first. They grabbed. Wait, me. what was yeah. the violation? What did you come home later? Please, or something? please tell them what the violation was. All right. So the violation was basically so I got um. I got I got stipulations like I'm a I, I was I'm a gang member mm-hmm. I was a gang member when I got incarcerated yeah. so they feel like social media is a is a as a heavy influence now on on on, on the gang culture because mm-hmm. you know through music through videos yeah. and all this other stuff so I wasn't I I had access basically to I wasn't supposed to have social media for a year because I was on I'm, I'm on I'm on gang I'm on gang parole along with so basically yeah. when they came through. They saw that I had access and they locked me up. For you having a social media account? Not even. I had a laptop. It wasn't even lap- in his room. <laughs> Wait. So you that wasn't your laptop? No. But, but okay. But just for having the laptop? Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. Yeah, and you but not that's even. That's why I can't. But that's why I ended up coming home so quick. Now and it, it goes into just yeah. It so was, are you still on? Nah, that was just for the first year. Now I'm I'm I'm, I'm called. I could. You're a free man. Nah, I'm still I'm still on parole, but okay. now I can move around with social. Like now I can have an Instagram account. Now okay. I can have a Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. I showed that I'm no longer trying to influence people to be gang members. Or okay. I'm still a gang member. So how long do you have? Uh, how long are you on parole for? Um, till 2022. Okay, so um, I guess back to the CO mm-hmm. situation because we like we mentioned before we had a CO. Mm-hmm. That worked on um, Rikers, and he did work with the the younger group of men. Um, and his experience sounds a little different from some of the experiences that um, was shared with me from other CEOs. Right. And um, I know they have a very tight knit brotherhood where they cover for each other. And I've seen videos, and I think we all have um, been exposed to the videos of the fights they incite in Rikers and the craziness and things like that. And sometimes even like. Um, I'm going to forget his name and I don't want to forget his name. The Jay-Z did a doc. Khalif Browder. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was thinking like 
of his first name and what they what happened with him like have you witnessed that because um now a lot of times uh what they do when instances like that happen they retrain the ceos but i don't see that don't really see that. having any impact and i'm concerned about especially with the youth like that in the the group that you were in if that was what they're being exposed to because these are young men these are young Young. So, like, like you just said, we young men. We 16, 17, yeah. 18 years old. Regardless of the crime we committed, we we You're we, 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 we young. Of course, we humans, but we somebody child. Like, yeah, yeah, we might be. So you know, and you got these grown men, and they they I've seen them. And I'm saying abuse their authority. Niggas is handcuffed behind their back, flexi tied, and I'm I'm flexi tied and intake for. For two days at a time, a day and a half at a time, I got there at eight o'clock. I don't, I'm seals is walking by. I'm flex. I'm flexi cuff like plastic handcuff behind my back for two days. For for a day and a half, for like sixteen hours, yelling, screaming for police. Co, yo, come get yo. What the wilding, turning up because all right, yeah, I got into a fight. Nigga yeah. man got cut, but. I mean, we ain't cut nothing to y'all. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we ain't do nothing to y'all. It's just so. But it's why? Just... Why have you cuffed if you're already in the fucking jail? Because yeah. now they got to do paperwork. Now, now we 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 making them do their job more than they need to. Now they got to do paperwork. Now they gotta stitch this nigga up, figure out who cut who, why they cut who. This is down the third protocol. Because I can't. That must hurt. Like sixteen hours that's, in the car. I mean, ridiculous. and that's that's I, I don't I don't watch like niggas get starved like be in a box. Just cause the nigga and the nigga, the nigga might have. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you got niggas that do dumb stuff, like stupid shit. Yeah, like, yeah, cause yeah, if yeah. I'm, cause like we said, we speaking from a human being standpoint. I don't give a fuck what my job is. You throw shit on me, you I'm I we, I got we we got but we got beef. Like, you I don't do, it made it not. Like, you threw shit that, on me, like, homie. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's so I understand stuff like that. Yaren also, but it's like I've watched them starve niggas cause. A nigga, a, a nigga, a nigga, a nigga might have, he, he wanted an extra chicken or something, so he did something to somebody else and it's just trickle effects and now he can't get fed for two, three days, stuff like that. Or your package will come in the mail, police will hold your package because you got into a fight in another dorm or they'll give you a pinout, so now you can't get on the phone. Like, it's so many ways that they could bother you. Like, if they could, they could give me your pen, so. Yeah. They giving me your pencil. Yeah, I could use your phone calls now. When you go to use a phone, you can't, can't use, use it. it. Holy shit. And I'm in a whole nother housing area, so there's nobody even on the housing area that got your pen. You don't even know. And I'm sitting there waiting for every three hours for your shit to come back, and I'm using so, it. How many, so how much time did you get for the phone calls? You got 15 minutes, and you got a six, so 21 minutes all together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was there any a time that you couldn't reach him because he or there been like there was a time that it was a gap. I think maybe like three months. I hadn't spoken to him, and I sent him a letter, and I was like, and that was the only time I ever wrote Chris. I, I tell my friends all the time, I'm not a writer. Like if he call me, I'll put my phone on. Like I'll yeah. come visit you, but I'm not a writer. And the one time I was like, yo, what the fuck? It's been three months. Like okay, two weeks, all right, a month, but. Three months I ain't oh, speak wow. to this nigga. And I was like, nah. And I wrote him and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is up? Like, where are you at? What's going uh, on? Like, you and had he, a Moesha moment? Yes. <laughs> and he called me. He was like, yo, like, I've been having a hard ass time. Like, we were just talking. He like, yo, I didn't get no letters. I didn't get no papers. I didn't get no Do nothing. they withhold your letters? They would do. They all withhold. I remember one time I went to go see Chris. This is when he first got into Rikers. Me and my best, yeah. our other best friend, Dwayne, we went to go see Chris. And he was locked in the box or whatever 
And we sitting there. You we gotta s- stop doing it. Oh, sorry. That's crazy. We was locked in. Let me take this off the table. Um, we were we were in the mm-hmm. we were waiting there for mm-hmm. four hours. They never we I, he called me maybe that afternoon and was like I thought you was coming to visit me. We like mm-hmm. we came to see you. What the fuck? We was waiting there for four hours. He's like, yo, they never told me that y'all came. Are never you fucking told me kidding me? Visit. Never told and me it was in visit. a blistering hot summer. So when you're in that waiting room at in in right no air, no air, one Whoa. big ass fan blowing in the whole room. They did they they fucking strip you of your dignity. And I understand like that one little Bobby Pin or that one. Oh, yeah, I remember you told me. Yeah, that one little thing. Injure somebody, but wow, I was so innocent. Like, Chris could tell you, like, I'm not like well, a you... crazy ass person. Like, I was so innocent. So, that shit right there at 19 stripped me of all my innocence. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. It was weird. Like, there was times, like, 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 you get nervous because you don't know when your friend is coming home. Like, you don't know. Like, yeah. you just get that revolving door. Like, what, what, how long are you gonna be in here? Did you, I don't e- know. did you expect to sit up that long? Yeah. You did? Yeah, I knew I was going to do some time. But, wow. I, so, did you mark your days? Or how I did that did one time. I was in a box. I did that one time. And I had, um, I was getting ready. To, I was looking at 10 years. So, I did, the, I did it on the wall with a pencil. Wow. And I was like, damn. Yeah. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm like. I'm like 27, 28. You take it one day at a time. Yeah, that's it. So how long was you in the box? Like, what's the longest I, you've been here? You took the question, right? I'm the longest I've ever been in the box, um, six months. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Yo, you're smiling. I, yo, are you kidding me? Yo, I don't know how he did it. Some days are I'm you thinking fucking to myself ki- like. This, so you have like a little window do, and they let yeah. you out one hour a day? You go to rec for an hour, and the only other time you come out is if you're going in the shower, which is once a day, or if you um going to the clinic or visit or something like that. Besides that, you're in your So why was you in there for six months? Um, just getting into stuff, fighting, you know, just jailing. It's is jailing. Like you, I know some people purposely do stuff to put them in a box if they don't want to be amongst like GP. Nah, it's just it's a part of jailing. Like I mean you you're gonna get into things like But it is that, that I don't that doesn't sound like it's allowed because I think they were supposed to stop that. Because Nah now you um, wanted to go to box for thirty days because Yeah, I was about to say they were supposed still, to stop it was, that. It was um rest in peace slugs. He had eighteen months in the box when I went. And he was already in there for like four months. months like I done met like n- n- I'm pulling up with six months and niggas is pulling up with eight months. Like, yo bro I got eight months. Yo, bro, I'm about to do Yo. 30 days, but other niggas will pull up. Yo, I got I got 10 months over my head, like shit. How like do you that. get through that? Did you go crazy? I know that's like I don't want to say it like that, but nah, like I, mean, I would only think. Nah, you just it's magazine. Like I said, like they give you magazine. this is and this is in support systems, so it's like magazines. Cause I'm allowed to get magazines, newspapers, coloring books, writing books, whatever, any type of magazines, like. I could get so you a, get any a, periodicals, so that's yeah. Good. So I could get a, a book on how to how to build cars or how to build yeah, computers. Yeah. So I can use the time, useful, but you gotta have that support system. So um, I well, one person had told me that when he was in the box, he wasn't allowed phone calls. Was you were you allowed phone calls? Yeah, you get one phone call a day. You get a six minute, but um, six minutes. Yeah, you get six minutes. So what the fuck is that? A high and buy? You get a you get a, you get a little conversation. Hey, how you man. doing? Did you eat today? Like, 
We we just get a little. I miss you. How you doing? That's it. And they, they monitor your calls. And, I, and you got to think that's only one call. You got one, so you got one story. You got one story, and you better speak fast. So see, and then you got to choose who you gonna call. Am I gonna call my mother? Am I gonna call but my girlfriend? But if they don't animal? answer, can you call somebody else? And that's the thing about the six minute no. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> you could lose your six like so. Uh, now that yeah. makes sense because I be I be watching um, yeah. like this show Love After Lockup, mm-hmm. and they be getting mad when their spouse or somebody don't answer the phone, and I'm like, why don't you just fucking call them back? Yes, but okay, so you yeah. can't even. But that's only that's only on the six minute, and it's fucked up that that's the only phone call wow, they give you in the that's box. Fucked up yeah. because they know you rely on that, on that type one of, phone yeah. call. Yeah, I used to be like hand and feet on my phone like. Chris calling. All right, I gotta go. I'll see y'all later. Hold on. Give me oh a second. Oh my <laughs> god! You don't know. You don't so, know. We talked a lot about this experience, so I just want to kind of fast forward. I don't know, Danny, if you do have any more questions. I I just want to fast forward to the, you getting out in your last few days, and I would only think like the amount of excitement and joy and plans that you already have. Like I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna do this. Or what was your first thing? What was your first meal that you wanted to eat, mm. and how you felt about that? Um, my first, my last, my last few days was, you know. You were smiling. Smiling. Cheesing. Cheesing. Excited. He was so happy. Nervous. He was calling me like the month before we was mad. So I was like, yo, you coming home? I know Danny's so so excited. We were so happy. Like I just kept saying it. We just kept talking about it. We was mad happy. Yeah. We just kept counting out the days. Oh my God. Uh, So... You was just walking around like extra happy. Nah, it was. It's, I I went to a whole different jail. Me, it, when you get when you, long story short, when you get released, um, they send you to a jail that's closer to the city. So I came. Yeah. I came to the city Monday. I the was one going, in Queensbridge. I nah, know they not in Queensbridge. Okay. I went to um Fisk, not Fisk, Ulster. Okay. It's a reception jail. It was right there outside of the city, like Newburgh area, mm-hmm. Cascades area. So, um, went there Monday, came home that Thursday. I never forget. It was like maybe ten, eleven o'clock. I'm calling my right hand man. Wait, I'm, hold on, Chris. Before you get in that, do they do people test you right before you get out? Because I've seen that too. People so test it, you so that you can stay longer and don't get out. So mm. it's funny. It's funny that you said I didn't want to say. I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't. Long story short, Sunday. That's Sunday. Andrew, I told you I left that Monday. Mm-hmm. Sunday night, I'm in the gym or the jail that I'm in. Like this, the, mm-hmm. this the spot that I'm in. My man's friends, homies, then gave all my stuff away. Some kid that night pulled up in the gym. I'm this was like my going going home ceremony basically. Yeah. Some kid really like tried to like Fight get you? at like really get at me like. Oh my god! And he didn't even know I was going home. I don't think so, but somebody probably put him up to it. it that's neither here. Yeah, I don't know, but like my 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 group of friends. Yeah. Prevented that, and it was so funny because for like maybe a half a second, I I, I was getting ready to like. Yo, what's, and then I'm like... Danny would have fucking cursed you out. I would have murdered him. I would have oh cursed my myself out. Like, it would have just been like... Because hey, if, if that would have happened, you wouldn't have... I felt home. the touch. Like, that, like you know, like you just said, like, I felt the touch. Yeah, like, yeah. I let somebody disrupt me that much when it was something so much bigger than mine. And that's so fucked up because I would think that if all of us are, are going in... This together. Are going through this together... I, I want my brother or my sister, whoever, to win. Like, I want you to be out. I'm happy for you. I'm going to see you on the other side. You forgot that. We so, but humans. then, you know what? When you were, but then, obviously, I, I haven't shared your same experience. And maybe people who come from tougher backgrounds, they probably are bitter and not happy. And people want, they don't want you to see you win. You know what I mean? They're and way that's more, fucking crazy. There are way more unhappy people in this world than there are happy people. And that sucks. So, they're always going to try to rip that joy from you. And I'm so glad that between Chris's 
um, support system, we were able to, you know, let him know, like, you know, there's something bigger. So even though you got angry for that one second, you were able to pull yourself back and be like, you know, like, this ain't it. Like, I got so much more. Um, I know I asked you a question about what's your, your, um, you going home and how that felt, but now I have another question. So we're still going to get to that question. Um, what was the, 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 we're going to eat Danny. (laughs) What was your, your, the toughest day you had? The toughest day you had. The toughest day I had. Yeah. Um, the toughest, one of the toughest days I had probably would be when I lost my godmother. Oh my God! And I'm I was, so sorry. Yeah, that bothered me. I lost my godmother and I lost my my um a good 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 dear friend of mine. Like that was that was my boy. That was my one of my best friends at the time. I lost him also. But when I lost my godmother, that kind of bothered me. You know what I'm saying? It bothered me because she was always in my ear. Like when you come home, when you come home, when you come, home. and she always been like my number one supporter no matter yeah. what I did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She. She was just always there for me, you know what I'm saying? So that 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 took a toll on me. That that bothered me for a few months. Like I was I was miserable. Like not miserable to the point where I was just, you know, I just was down, like damn, like my And godmother. they wouldn't let you go to her funeral or anything? Nah, you know, that's my godmother. That's not blood, blood. You know oh, blood yeah. probably the only thing that'll make us related, but you gotta have it gotta be your grandmother, your mother, your father, your my brother, your sister, some, somebody that they could prove is your first to can. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. So that was your toughest day. Um was was there any uh CEOs that looked out for you? Did you have any positive experience with any? Um I've met I've met a couple good older um CEOs, a couple good black brothers, you know what I'm saying? And their message was always positive, you know what I'm saying? It was always just like it was always on the on the lines of I could be in your shoes, you know what I'm saying? It's life after this. Don't let this set you back. It always was something like that. Yeah. Words of encouragement. And of course, I met the dickheads, the assholes, corny niggas, suckers. Was th- it typically the younger ones? Because there's a lot of young seals now. Um, and it frustrates me because they're it policing honestly, the same people. It honestly varies. It honestly varies because you got some seals that just did. And I'm saying they get their check through their eight hours and skate. They ain't really there for the the extra shit. But then you got other seals that come there and this is they. This is more than a job to them. I'm saying this is this is they come here to get they rocks off. We they wreck, mm-hmm. so they come doing stupid shit. Balls. They want to get us worked up. I'm saying they mm-hmm. want us get us worked up, riled up, so somebody could do some stupid shit. They could shut the block down. Pardon me. They could shut the block down. Yeah. And then now they don't got to do nothing. Now we locked in ourselves for the rest of the day. Oh my god. So now you got seals that coming and play like that too. Um, was there anything that you accomplished while being behind bars? Um, I got my GED. Uh, I, I also I received a bunch of certificates. Um, one from Brooklyn, that. that's Nelly, awesome. Stuff like that, but yeah. that's great. So let's go back to you being released because that is such a positive moment. Yeah. Um. So now you move to a different um center, and then you're counting down your your last two three days. Yeah. So what was those last two, three days? Was you just like, all right, bye. I don't have to sleep on this bed anymore. I don't have to do this. I don't have to eat this <laughs> shit. I can't wait to eat my mama's cooking. Like, what was going through your mind? Um, just was, you know, it was just like, damn, I'm really about to come home. Like, Yeah. Like, all right. Like, you know, when in 17, I'm 23 now. I'm saying, like. So what year was this that you were This is 2018, it's 2018. Okay. So So you went in, in 2012? 12, yeah. Okay. Oh, so you did six years? Out of seven, you do six. Okay. So 
Wait, so you did two and a half in Rikers. Mm, then I finished my sentence upstate. Oh, okay, I got you. So, um... To now coming home, you excited. What was the first meal that you wanted? Well, okay, what was the last jail meal? And then we're going to look at the first I don't, meal. I don't, I don't even remember because my last 30 days, like, I was just, I was on some super healthy shit. Like, you know, I'm only eating green tea. I'm only drinking green tea, eating oatmeal, and eating fruit. Uh-huh. So, my last meal was probably some chicken, mac and cheese, probably some breads. Was it good? Yeah, niggas the get jail busy. food is good. Nah, we make our own food, so we go to commissary, so we could get banquet chicken. We get mac and cheese. So you don't get on the tray like with a tray and go on the food line. I mean, yeah, sometimes. If you got no money. I mean, not if you got no money, but it's certain things in the mess. So I go get like the coffee cake on Tuesday morning. Like I'm going to get that. Like mm-hmm. that's I'm saying I'm going to get the coffee cake or or Friday night they may have a chicken patty shit like that. But for the most oh, part, so they got good food. No, they don't have good food. Oh, okay. No, the Decent. food is is is, is it's three meals. Yeah. Breakfast, you get hot cereal, warm cereal, cold cereal, whatever. Lunch, you probably get some bullshit. Dinner, you probably get the most heaviest meal you probably eat if you don't have nothing in your locker, if you don't have no food, no no yeah. support. So. So what was your first meal like when you first came home? Um, did you run outside? I don't know. Have you seen the movies? Nah, we were like I, um, running outside and so, excited and just like, what was that like nah, for you? So I got released. Um, my right hand man, Olin, and my girlfriend, Kiara, came to get me. That's what's up. So I, um. This was the same girlfriend the whole time? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So she really held you down. Yeah, for sure. You got a good one. For sure. So, shout um, out to her. Shout yeah, out shout to her. Out I say it all the time. That's <laughs> I say it all the time. So, you got um, a good girl. So they released me. I walk out. I, my man Smooth got released before me. So by the time I get to the parking lot, I hear him and his people wailing. Yeah. So when you sign in your paper, they'll let you know whether or not you got people in the parking lot waiting all that till you take the bus pass. Yeah. I just was bombing my right-hand man like, yo, boy. It's ten o'clock. I'm supposed to get released at twelve. You ain't leave the hood yet. Well, Bob, I'm I'm flipping on him. He like, yo, bro, I'm gonna be there, my nigga. Shut up, like relax. Yeah, yeah. So I get to the thing, I sign the paper. So when I woke out, I hear smooth and his people wild. So they put me on like you got people with family in the park on yeah. my way in. So I've been the corner. So as soon as I've been the corner, um, my man he recording, my shorty, my girlfriend, she comes, she runs, she jump on me, kiss her, whatever, boom. C- celebrated while I spun her around, sat her down. My right-hand man gave me five. We hugged, and I changed right there. I took off the state shirt, the white shirt, the tan jacket, pants, um, sneakers. What was your, your, your outfit like, your new, your new fit? No, nah, I kept it real Brooklyn. I, um, real, I had a navy Did you have Tim's? Nah, yeah, you know, I had, the, I had the fresh butters, the fresh yellow butters, and I had a navy blue. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I had a navy blue um, polo sweatshirt. you had a, a Yankee fitted, because I was about to say that's really Nah, really I didn't extra. do the Yankee. I didn't have a Yankee, but I definitely had some yellow Tim's on the butters. Oh, you had the fresh butters, okay. Navy blue sweat polo sweatshirt. Um, I hear you. So you got right when you came home. Yeah, you know. So what was your first meal like? Um, I went and got McDonald's. Are you fucking yeah, kidding me? Oh my god! Yes, that's so really some New York See, That's shit. probably what he wanted. He was probably like, it wasn't oh. even. It was more so like that's right there. You like some fresh fries though. I'm here. Yeah, I got I got that Big Mac fries soda. It was cool. It tastes mm-hmm. like everything. I bet everything. And oh my god! Then that was it. We made our way to Brooklyn. Probably an hour. Um, 
You should. Man, listen, I would be fucking feasting her, right? I would order every fucking thing under the sun. Nah, I was, like, she I was, was just I was excited. Happy, like, like, I was calling that, but I called, called my... I FaceTimed my... My mom was the first person I, I FaceTimed, and I never been on Face. I don't even think FaceTime was really a thing when I was locked yeah. up. Nah, it So wasn't. when I it, came it just, home... I think it came out maybe 13 or something. Yeah. yeah. So when I came home, and they got a picture of me sitting on my man's trunk. And I'm FaceTiming my moms and she like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see you. Boom, boom, boom. Was she still in New York at the time? Yeah, she was still in New okay. York. Yeah. So then um I jumped, I jumped in the uh jumped in the car, we driving. As soon as we touched the Brooklyn, you know, I'm calling all the homies, yo boys, you I, I'm talking my shit, you know. Um goddamn time. It was right here. It was on Atlantic and Tillery somewhere over there. And I just, they got a video of me just sitting there taking it in. It was nice, crisp, New York air, January. And I just. It was cold. Yeah, it felt good, though, to be. It just felt, yeah. it felt, I just was taking it all in. I swear. So when you came home, what was um, so different for you? Because technology changed. Uh, a bunch of things. Anything like, oh shit, I gotta learn. He used this. to always fucking ask me about fashion all the time, like because yeah. everything changed. He used to always yeah. ask me like, what's in, what's in? Tell me what's in. Tell me what's not. Oh my in. god. Tell me what's. Tell me if you watch this, like, because he would watch certain things and we would talk about certain things, but it was just, it was so weird to have to explain to him like what clothes was in, what was not. Yeah, because a lot of brands or, went out during that time. Yeah, he would. We would just ask him about mad stuff, and then he would tell me about stuff that he would hear that other people would talk about, and I'm like, yeah. the fuck. Especially for, <laughs> for, for men's fashion changed a lot. Yeah. The, the, the denim, all the different jean companies yeah. changed everything. So, yeah. wow. Okay. Wow, Chris. That was, that was, you had a very interesting experience. So yeah. now, um, what do you got going on now and what are you doing and how have you changed your life? And, um, right now I got, uh, I'm working of course. Um, but, uh, me and my best friend, um, he, me and him, we starting a food truck. So we starting that. We got the um. What kind of food? Basically, it's gonna be chicken, meat, fish, chicken. Basically, red meat, fish, vegan option, and it's gonna be a lot of finger food sliders. Um, like barbecue food or? Nah, like you're going. We're gonna have um garlic knot sliders, salmon okay. burgers, sweet potato really fries. Like, you just, okay, just, I'll support the truck. It's, really it's a lot. It's it's, it's um. Got a lot going on. I'm doing that. Um, I'm about to go back to school. I want to get into communication, um, learn how to better speak and articulate myself. I want to I want to get into speaking to the youth. You know what I'm saying? I want to, this Definitely. is that's something that I want to do. So I want to learn how to better speak and just pronunciate and just be able to, you know, um, I want to get into that field and just the, the, that, that realm of just talking to the youth. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's what I really got going on. I mean, besides that. So how, how, um, how are you adjusting day to day and, you know, any positive reinforcements or anything like that that you have, you know, do you have a routine and how do you keep your head clear? And, you know, do you also, I also wanted to know also, do you suffer any PTSD? Sometimes people also do that, you know? I mean, I just, my routine is I work. I try to keep myself busy, always mm -hmm. try to make my time productive because like what keep me going is I always think about like, some of my mans, my friends, like yeah. niggas that I left, you know what I'm saying, yeah. up north that these niggas ain't never come on, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's or they gotta do 10, 15, 20 years before yeah. they come on. So I just try to keep that in my mind. Like I got a second chance to really, you know what I'm saying, do something. Be 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 somebody. Leave a legacy. Like really, really do something with myself. So uh -huh. that's what be keeping me pushing, like, all the time. Like 
especially when they call, like, yo, bro, what's up? You know what I'm saying? They want to hear what I did, what I did yeah. today, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I try to, you know, just be positive, honestly. Just stay as positive as I can. That That is really good. That's really great. Like, I just met you, but I'm really proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's so weird to to come so far with Chris, yeah, and just see his progress as a man, as a young man, to a, yeah. like an adult. It's the maturity, like the things that we have conversations about. We we used to have the stupidest conversations on Ubu. Like we used to have like Ooh. the stupidest conversation. Oh my God, Danny, you took it real way back. Yo, for real, because that, that like, was the first FaceTime type of. Situation. Because a lot of people don't understand, like, just because you don't see people together or hear them talk about the things that they talk about all the time doesn't mean that they're not building friendships or they're not building yeah. a relationship or whatever. But I'm just saying, like, just seeing his evolution as a a black man, I'm extremely proud of him because I know that he could be doing something else, but yeah. he decided to be a different person, to do something different with his life and, and go a different place. And 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 I think that's the um outlook that a lot of people hope for 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 individuals that yeah. go through that experience. So I'm really, really happy that um and really thankful for you coming on and telling us your experience and sharing that because I think there's a lot of people who went through that and is still going through that. And just to know that there's things that they can do coming out and have a different outlook on life and, and, and they can definitely change your life. Um, I definitely want to transition to our Nabi section. So um, I didn't really get the chance to um, introduce what Nabi was. But yeah. Nabi is basically like a section where it's like something that happened this week that you was Some fuck like, shit. Like something that you was not feeling where you like, nah. Like, so that's, that's why we call it our Nabi section because it's like, the nah for the week like what the fuck so danny do you want to lead the conversation with that you want to start with your nabi okay um my nabi for the day mm-hmm. or not even for the day um for the week is um basically the guy from gray's anatomy oh my god that I know guy. Isaiah Washington or yes. whatever is he, the fuck is, his is name he related is. to Denzel Washington at all? No, and I'm thankful. No, he's a fucking but, dickhead, a Trump supporter. Yeah, he comes out and he says that he's a Trump supporter, but in my mind, it's like, how are you fucking comfortable with that? Like, how are you comfortable being an African American man supporting someone who doesn't support your race or your struggle or anything? Like, mm-hmm. what were you thinking? Like, that also goes into people who like support brands and companies that don't support us like um if my friends want to support those brands that's on you but i'm still judging you but you'll still be my friend so that means danny is definitely judging me because i asked her if she wants to go chick-fil-a yeah <laughs> i'm judging you but i still love you and if you want to go to chick-fil-a you can surely go there Sorry, i just won't be with spicy you deluxe is lit. Um, Yo, that shit is mad good it's wild good but i'm nah, not i 100 I, I respect that mm-hmm. um what's your nobby for the week so my nobby for the week is this. Um, what I, I I was in between two of them, um, but I'm gonna go with this. So Fifty Cent has been posting that Chris Brown is um, a better entertainer than Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, I am a huge Michael Jackson fan. Have always been a huge Michael Jackson fan, um, and I. And just even from his upbringing and everything like that, I really appreciate who he was as a man. Um, I find it to be utterly disrespectful to speak negatively on the dead. (laughs) I say that 
because I also saw a story with now this girl is trying to come for Nipsey Hustle's money for oh, Hustle God. and Motivate. She said she was a co-writer. You wait till this man is dead. Now the disrespect I have is I just I just I hate that shit. And I'm like yeah. Fifty Cent. Like let me tell you something. There would be no Chris Brown if there was uh, no, no Michael Jackson. Jackson. And you kind of and it's not like Michael died as a nobody he is an icon he was a legend i'm not gonna lie he's a legend he is a legend he's He's an icon not only that i also hate when people misspeak and speak up ill of other people without having facts so when he's sitting here telling us joking about oh michael play with little boys booty holes and things like that now when that documentary dropped this year okay when the documentary dropped this year this is what bugged me after the documentary dropped they came out that those boys were lying. lying. Also, in the past, they came out and it, said they were lying. It was li- they were lying. There was court documents that <laughs> say they're lying. So it pisses me off when I keep that, seeing this lie thing. That like. I saw Fifty Cent saying, and plus I don't fuck with Michael because he plays with little boys' booty holes. Now it makes me even. I'm just like, okay, it's proven. Even after they had the documentary. They couldn't like the they coerced their statements. The whole fucking thing was bullshit. So I'm just like, Thanks, no, Oprah. Like, we really appreciate and Oprah's you. on some fuck shit because she she actually I appreciate is the, you from the bottom she, of my she, fucking heart. That interview that she did with Michael was the most in depth and personal interview Michael had I even ever done. Yeah, yeah, so I'm just like, for you to even go against the grain on doing some bullshit and you know they was lying and it came out and the thing is like they cut they got the money came out for the documentary and then now you know they're willing to they're say lying they're lying. Again. So with Fifty Cent just walling and I'm just like, yo, bro, like you're forty something, like you need to chill the fuck pack it out up. like pack that shit up it's super it whack up. okay like i mean and I, not not for nothing 50 cents always been one of my favorite rappers he made my top five i just fucking get mad at the immaturity because i think that he's ruining his legacy 50 cents ruining his legacy by you know the trolling that he's doing right. and so that's my nobby fuck that go what's ahead. your nobby chris my nobby for this week um I honestly had a decent week. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't expect that, but shit. That was a good one right there. Did someone fuck up your food order or something, okay? Don't leave leave me and Danny hanging like that. (laughs) You know what your Nabi could be? It's your struggle getting here. Like... Listen, that was uh, clearly that wasn't a negative experience for him because he's like, yeah. yeah matter of yeah. fact, yeah, I was you. Oh, you know what was an IB when I was texting Daniela, calling her, yeah. and I'm not getting no response, and I'm like, I'm <laughs> yo, lost. Danny, I hate when you do that. I'm shit. lost. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> I'm like, yo, where am I? Like, where I'm texting? I'm like, nah, B. Like, I ain't just come up to the city for no reason. Like, but it worked out. But. Yeah, I'm sorry because sometimes you know when we're recording, we can't really have our phones. So yeah, it's it's not a, on purpose. This is the second that happened to me twice because I'll be like in the episode and then I'll be like, "Fuck, yeah, they're supposed to be calling me." And yeah. I go and I scramble for my phone. I'm like, "Okay, okay, okay." Um, what do you call it? Damage control. Yes, but um, but um, I would I want to do the thank you this week. I go would, ahead. I would really like to thank my best friend for making it up here and just you know really sharing his story because. Um, we went through this and it was really, really hard for us and he made it and he really became like, he's doing something with his life. Like, so he's showing y'all like that it doesn't have to just be a jail mentality. You don't have to just get into something and then stop living life because 
again, like he said, there's life after jail. Like there's life after incarceration. There's life after felonies. There's life after all that. Even though they try to make it seem like we can't go on, we could fucking move and we could shake some shit. Yes. If we really are, um, I guess I don't even know the word that I could use. Like if we're really like working hard at what we want to do. So, um, definitely piggyback off of what Danny said. And I, again, thank you so much gratitude and just thank you for coming on and sharing your story. Um, I think it's definitely going to touch a lot of people who listen to us. So I definitely appreciate, um, you know, having your voice on uh, this week and, and hearing, you know, your, what your experiences were. Um, so guys, can you please follow us on, um, IG at the loud ones podcast, Twitter. We are loud ones podcast. Um, our YouTube is the loud ones podcast channel. And you can follow me on IG at always underscore Nas. Um, and Danny, what's yours? At Danny Bonaducci. Um, I'll spell it. D-A-N-Y-B-O-N-A-D-U-C-E. That is the last time I will spell it for you guys. And <laughs> as every episode I say, if you find her on IG, you know it's the right one if it says hot and ready. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Chris, do you have anything you want to plug? Any? I know you mentioned that you're going to have a food truck, but anything that you want to plug, your socials, anything? Um, Just thank you guys for having me, for one. You know what I'm saying? Thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate it. Uh, Nah, just you know, I mean, anybody who listening, just take from this that you know what I'm saying prison is just a, it's just like any minor setback, any setback that happens, you know what I'm saying. Just be willing to accept the change and go forward, and just I I start every day with 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 the end in mind. So I'm saying I just always keep that in in the back of my mind. Like I always think of the end in mind. I start with the end and finish, and you'll be alright. But full truck, uh, creative you got a name kitchen, bus. I don't really got a name, but just keep being on the lookout. Okay. Well, CK don't worry. Did. I'm going to plug it. Yes. Don't worry. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you guys for tuning in on a, another episode of The Loud the Ones, Ones Podcast. Podcast. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye, guys. <laughs>